0: Hello, this is a show from Radia. We're a group of stations bringing new and forgotten ways of making radio to our listeners. Delta to Yankee, Juliet Romeo. Each week, we give artists the challenge to make radio that works across the whole of Europe and beyond.
1: Delta to Yankee, Delta to Yankee, Juliet Romeo.
0: Are you up for it?
2: La inteligencia artificial está rodeando nuestras vidas casi sin darnos cuenta. Quizá estemos en ese punto de inflexión e incluso de no retorno. Esto que vamos a escuchar a continuación es un simple experimento en el que vamos a conversar sobre viajes en tren con una inteligencia artificial. Seremos capaces de entablar una verdadera conversación por el contrario estaremos hablando a un espejo o a una de esas muñecas parlanchinas con frases grabadas. Si te digo, viajemos de Zaragoza a Barcelona en tren, ¿qué me dirías?
3: Te respondería que viajar en tren de Zaragoza a Barcelona es una opción conveniente y popular. Hay varios trenes diarios que brindan servicio entre las dos ciudades. Con un viaje que dura aproximadamente dos horas y treinta minutos. Se pueden comprar boletos de tren en línea o en la estación de tren. Es importante verificar los horarios y precios actualizados antes de hacer planes de viaje.
2: Perdón, perdón. Buenas. ¿Te apetece subir al tren conmigo y viajar hasta Barcelona?
3: Como ahí, no tengo emociones o deseos personales, ni puedo viajar o tener experiencias físicas. Mi función es proporcionar información y responder preguntas de manera objetiva y precisa. ¿Hay algo más en lo que pueda ayudarte hoy?
0: Vam anar a
3: No, hola.
2: Sonar, hola, ¿qué tal? Sonar, ¿Qué de, tal? Pues, a, el... Hola, ¿qué tal? Sí. ¿Qué tal? Muy buenas. ¿Qué nos toca? Me parece que el C es este. Gracias. ¿Qué Yo creo que llevo el 11 si no recuerdo mal.
3: ¿Voy a dejar un momentito arriba? Sí, claro.
2: Pues que te voy a enseñar esta tontería. Bach, corriendo, Va. eh pues es que es de mira, eh. Ya, ya. no
3: minutos pero Te conocí ¿La, en la Universidad de San José, puede ser. Sí, 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 sí claro. casualidad, <risa> ¿Qué tal? Que tal? ¿Qué tal?
2: ¿Cómo estás? ¿Por sí, 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 sí. Háblame. Cuéntame algo bonito.
3: Hay muchas cosas hermosas en el mundo que se pueden apreciar y disfrutar. Algunas personas encuentran belleza en la naturaleza, con paisajes impresionantes como montañas, ríos y playas. Otros disfrutan de las artes, como la música, la pintura y la literatura, que pueden llevar a una experiencia emocional profunda y significativa. También hay belleza en las relaciones humanas, especialmente en la amistad y el amor, que pueden aportar alegría y apoyo en la vida. La belleza está en los ojos de quien la mira, y puede ser encontrada en muchas formas diferentes.
2: Si pudieras ver lo que yo veo, disfrutarías de un paisaje invernal con escarcha sobre los campos, niebla y árboles mecidos por el viento.
3: Eso suena precioso. La naturaleza en invierno puede ser especialmente hermosa, con la belleza del hielo y la nieve, el brillo de la luz sobre la escarcha y el misterio de la niebla. La calma y la soledad que a menudo acompañan a los paisajes invernales también pueden ser tranquilizantes y refrescantes. Me alegra saber que puedes disfrutar de un paisaje tan hermoso en este momento. Próxima estación, Barcelona Sands, final de viaje. Renfe les agradece que hayan elegido sus servicios y confía en poder atenderles de nuevo a bordo. Por favor, permanezcan en sus asientos hasta que el tren se pare por completo y no olviden sus objetos personales. Rogamos presten atención a la distancia entre coche y andén al salir del tren. Gracias por su colaboración. Próxima estación Barcelona Sanz. Final de viaje. Red Free els que hagin triat si seus serveis y confía a poder atendre'ls de nou aport. Si os plau promaguin en els seus seients fins que el tren complet i no oblidin els seus objectes personals. Preguem parint l'atenció a la distància entre cotxe i andana en sortir del tren. Gràcies per la seva col·laboració.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, next station,
3: Barcelona Sants. End of our
1: trip. Thank you for traveling with Renfri. We look forward to working on board again soon until the train has stopped and do not
3: forget your personal belongings on leaving the train please pay special care with the gap between the train and platform on arrival to the station thank
0: you
2: ¿Qué te transmite el sonido del tren?
3: El sonido del tren puede transmitir diferentes sensaciones para diferentes personas. Dependiendo de su asociación con el sonido y su contexto personal. Para algunas personas, el sonido del tren puede evocar una sensación de movimiento y aventura. Mientras que para otras puede ser un recordatorio de la velocidad y la eficiencia de la tecnología moderna. También puede transmitir una sensación de nostalgia o un enlace con la historia ferroviaria. En general, el sonido del tren es un sonido distintivo que puede ser evocativo y significativo para muchas personas.
2: ¿Disfrutas charlando conmigo?
3: Como ahí, no tengo emociones, deseos o preferencias personales. Mi única función es proporcionar información y responder preguntas de manera objetiva y precisa, independientemente de quién sea el usuario o el tema de la conversación. Mi objetivo es ser útil y ayudarte en todo lo que necesites. ¿Hay algo más en lo que pueda ayudarte hoy?
2: No. ¿No es dinero para <risa> la Constitución? ¿Me piden a la familia y tal?
1: Ah, nobody but... <inaudible> <inaudible>
2: Solo disfruta de tu viaje, vayas a donde vayas.
3: Gracias por tu mensaje. Como ahí, no tengo experiencias físicas ni puedo viajar. Mi función es estar disponible para responder preguntas y proporcionar información en línea las 24 horas del día, los 7 días de la semana. Si necesitas algo más, estoy aquí para ayudarte. ¿Hay algo en lo que pueda ayudarte hoy? ¿Hay algo en lo que pueda ayudarte hoy? ¿Hay algo en lo que lo pueda ayudarte hoy? ¿Hay algo en lo que pueda ayudarte hoy? ¿Hay algo en lo que pueda ayudarte hoy?
2: una producción de la escuela creativa de radio TEA FM
3: realizada en los estudios del Centro de Tecnologías Avanzadas del INAEM en Zaragoza. Experimentamos con nuestra imaginación
2: y la convertimos en sonidos. Hello, this is a show from Radio.
0: Your group of stations bring new and forgotten ways of making radio to our listeners. Each week, we give artists the challenge to make radio that works across all of Europe and beyond.
1: Are you up for it? It's Why good. so much food, Mr. e and in particular, so many salami in your table?
2: Salami, now it's part of the reference of all this, Dio che that is here. Il salame mi piace, non lo posso mangiare da qualche anno per
1: ragioni, diciamo, di, di diabete, eccetera. Else kid, I read about Iacoviti on Il Corriere dei Piccoli. Uh, Bill was the first one who caught my attention and then also Zoro Kid. Um, obviously I, I didn't know the name of Iacoviti because little children are not interested in such kind of things uh, but what I understood quickly was that it co- these comics were not just for the distraction uh, they were in a concealed way about the more intrinsic issues of life. Uh, Yes, I'm talking about the talking worms, fish with wings, uh, suing bobbins and thick salamis in all shapes and (laughs) sizes.
0: Ideology and discourses subsequent on the importance and the possibilities of salami in every possible form, but mainly as a concept. I'd like to start with some opening statements. Salami is spicy. Garlic is important for salami, but we should not forget the partially desiccated meat content. There are many spherical forms inside the salami, readily observable if you cut one open. Some salamis have an olfactory content that suggests they are too spicy. There is cogency in the claim that the centre of the salami is the softest part. The skin can be pulled off. But with some sorts of salami, you can also eat the skin. That such an act promotes the taste sensation is doubtful.
1: It turned out to be the salami that inspired me the most, and from the moment I became aware of it, around my tenth year, I arranged my life uh, around it. At first, hesitantly and quite unconsciously, but leading to the rich life I lead now, with a full surrender to the idea that represented the salami, and a well-endured life-feeling of Yakoviti's drawing. It took quite a long time before I started to appreciate the taste of salami. As a little boy, I was more about mortadella and uh, prosciutto. Well, you can conceive some of Iacoviti's badly drawn salamis as mortadella, but we won't go on on this road to nowhere. Iacoviti himself has never left a misunderstanding exist about what type of sausages uh, was his chosen one.
0: This brings us to some important questions that I shall try to answer sequentially. First, who invented the salami? Obsolete question. The salami has a long history, even predating the Latin epoch and the earliest city-states of Mesopotamia. Evidence of pre-civilised salamis have been found within the lowest levels of the seven superimposed cities of Hisalic in Troas. It seems that while the peoples of Central and Northern Europe derived more ceremonial satisfaction from the sacrifice of the pasta, the Mediterranean and Asiatic races located an endless source of fascination in the plastic culinary art of the salami. The word salami surfaced originally as a generic placeholder for any type of encased meat product. We have no evidence of the existence of simulacra by the name of Salvatore Army, or indeed, anything axiomatically assimilable. So please, refrain if you would, from making these ludicrous suggestions.
1: But when I finally ate my first piece of salami I really began to live. I also started to understand uh, things that uh, without uh, this consuming drift would uh, still be a mystery to me. The salami secret is ultimately the secret of Yakoviti. It is difficult for me to formulate what the Iacovitie salami philosophy means and uh, let's face it, that's not my job in any way. I am like Iacoviti, an artist, and I do not have to prove that I am a creative. Neither do I have to explain anything to anybody. But, and this is a contradictory, I am also a kind of ziloto who wants to win souls. Somewhere between these two extremes, I shall now express extreme caution.
0: far can you throw a salami? First, imagine, if you can, the y-ordinate of the salami is a piece of chewing gum, stretched out between point P and x equals 4, forming a near infinite loop around a curve at one end, and with the x-axis on the other. A force, delta F, is applied, and our salami is now projected through space. Without sufficient spin, a salami will wobble and fall. Without velocity, the salami will not go anywhere. Using these two guidelines, any number of trajectories are possible. Most salamis are designed to create lift when thrown with one side up. Naturally, the successful flight of one salami will depend on your throwing technique. Do you bear in mind, there exists an acute deficiency of skilled salami throwers in the world.
1: The cures of life lie at odd angles. No matter how unobserved you feel, there is always something on the floor that has a conscience. If you are cut off from your roots you continue to keep your little feet. Smell and taste are not everything, form is predominant. Nothing and nobody is pure. Every entity is a composite wall. The world exists outside your own mind. The more flavor you taste, the more flavor you want.
0: salami a weapon? Nowadays most salamis are mainly put to use as food but during the Augustinian period of the Roman Empire the salami was developed into something more sophisticated known as the salamum aggregatum. The composite salami was surely one of the most beautiful weapons ever produced. A composite of meat and glue it required superb craftsmanship. The payoff was in its performance in terms of sheer efficiency. It outclassed every other weapon available in the ancient world, barring perhaps the broad sword. Its only drawback was that it was often eaten before the outcome of a battle was decided. Hardly surprising given the long day spent chopping, slicing and slashing. And remember, the Roman day, as dictated by the Julian calendar, introduced by Julius Caesar in 46 BC, was at least two hours longer than our own. It is said that the doomed legions of Publius Quinctilus Varus, after a series of quick victories over the German tribes, and feeling quite beggish, devoured the majority of their Salamis. In the consequent attack the following day, the proud legions were decimated their standards tarnished, and in an act of supreme desecration, their magnificent stallions slaughtered, chopped up, and minced, in order to
1: make Creed Black Forest. Salami? Some entities deserve to be beaten. You better self, is a good friend of your right hand. Some entities deserve to be beaten. You better self is a good friend of your right hand. Some entities deserve to be beaten. You better self is a good friend of your right hand. (laughs) Some entities deserve to be beaten. You better self is a good friend of your right hand. E poi ho pensato anche questo, un giorno magari ci sarà della gente che me lo chiede di si continuo, eh, insistiamo, poi il salame, le ossa, i pettini, le matite, tutto ciò che qualche psicologo eh, ha richiamato, l'attenzione eh, fatto il giorno che si dicendo che è una cosa <sussurra> non And I give too much away. What is
0: the salami? Here we start to enter philosophical territory. Now, at this point, I really think it's important to distinguish between disjunctive hegemonics. On one hand, we have salami that can be used moderately, like Basic salami, and on the other, increasingly dangerous salami like Hungarian paprika salami and venison landjäger. While I agree that some people acquire an addiction to those salamis through a desire to escape from a malfeasant environment, simply approving their choice by enabling a relaxation of the legislation covering dangerous salami is hardly doing a service to their loved ones or to those who are trying to work collectively to improve the less salubrious neighbourhoods. Escapism, let alone de-radicalisation or premature mummification, are not the answers to social ills. but moderate salami is. no, não okay. lo
1: non vuoi tra No, okay. non vuoi tra okay. that you taught me to look down, that you teach me um, to watch and see simultaneously, that you gave me freedom. I know now that the salami is about Italy. It is not Italy. On some of the Yakoviti drawings, it even looks like Italy, like a boot, like a lazy man lying on a curve.
0: In what context can we consider the salami as a success? It is undeniably a beautiful concept. The salami has constructed itself as one of the primary roads to progress. Alongside this progressive identity, there lies what we might implicitly designate as a quasi-feudal spirit of equality. We're all basically equal. Eating our salamis. There are no strictly defined hierarchies. However, there is one really big problem with this. And that problem is envy. Envy. In the simplistic societal terms of the psychologist, it's a real taboo to mention envy. Envy. But if there is one dominant driver in modern society, it is the green-eyed monster, more generally called... Envy. While any salami can be causally linked to the spirit of equality, even a cursory examination of the facts will throw up a series of perfidious counter-arguments. Are you somehow Enhanced by the size of your personal salami? Is your cultural aura expanded? He has the biggest one! And are all salamis equal? No. Ask yourself why. That is quite a different story.
1: Thank you for Like a paradise, then you're the a leaf, go. paradise, you're a leaf, go. paradise,
0: then you're the the a
1: leaf, go. paradise, you thank you father yeah.
0: them as failure. Many salamis derive their status from a fear of the unknown. As knowledge advances and the invasive tentacles of corporate Google nomics tighten their grip around the globe, salamis that seem scary, salamis that people fearfully imagine leading to great harm, are demonstrated to be relatively harmless and not quite so scary. For example, if we look closely at Europe in the 1950s, a time when the salami was purely understood and consenting acts between people of the same sex were illegal, we discover that there was a widespread highly ignorant prejudice about gay people suggesting that a certain proportion were employing salamis to get their comfort. In the 1860s, salami hysteria among the female population, as documented by Brunovka, Karmak and Bloodstock, had a similar dynamic. The latter study serves as an example of the common myth that salami groups develop isotopically in the process, venting a diseased ideology that declares other groups or tribes as second class, or evil, or even subhuman. With the coming of the container lorry, the contingent spread of the salami has seen that kind of mythology dissipate for the majority of people, catapulting us into our current divisive age one Van Arnholdt and her peers have delineated as the age of the jerky. is the salami it's here no it's there end of transmission find us on the internet radia.fm
3: over and out